is the Fade Five Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets, you jack wagons. Brad, the big noise, Evans here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. It is another edition of the Fade Five. We're going to dive in here on the full slate NFL week of 14 action, uh, but uh, I'm licking my wounds. I got my ass kicked last night. Uh, I think you dropped the puck, but didn't make any bucks uh, in the NHL. What an amazing shootout that we kind of had by uh, the very low-level definition of what a shootout really is. But 21-18, nobody saw that coming in the game between the Steelers and Patriots. I was uh, thoroughly entertained, uh, believe it or not, uh, more so than I thought I would be entertained by Iowa State-Iowa because the Cyclones were an F. Five on the Fujita scale, ripping through the Hawkeyes here at Hilton Coliseum. But we're looking at our wounds, uh, to say the least, and hopefully we're going to recuperate some of those units lost. And there's only one way to do that. Hopping aboard the Honk Honk Plus bus. I'm rolling off into the betting sunset. What is your favorite plus 100 odds wager could be tonight or this weekend, Lundy? Give me something that hopefully will cash. Uh, we got some uh, light action on the ice this evening after, uh, as you said, uh, everything melted last night. Like e- everything, <laughs> everything. We needed a goal in the first 10. It was scored 10 minutes and 11 seconds. Uh, oh. You know, crap like that. And I can't complain as a couple of uh, folks that follow me on Twitter know we were joking last week. I hit one of the goals in first 10, literally at nine minutes and 57 seconds. So sometimes the clock is our friend and sometimes it's not. Uh, But we lick our wounds and we keep going. I will go back to the ice, though, uh, with one of the guys that's been red hot. And whether you follow hockey or not, you know who this guy is. And that is Connor McDavid of the Edmonton Oilers. He is on a seven-game point streak right now, Brad. Across that seven games, seven games, four goals, 50. 15 assists wow course of that so i decided to get a little bit uh creative with this one just because they are at home they're taking on minnesota um and you put all of that together so i'm going to do an sgp here you can decide whether you want to do this at a full unit bet or not i am uh but you can downgrade this a little bit if you want to because i am going for a plus 233 oh that's nice plus 233 payday uh and i built this over at espn bet and that is for mcdavid to have a goal and an assist both in this contest uh and if that happens like i said plus 233 over at espn bet if you want to do just the goal and i do think he's good to tally one that by itself is a plus 110 because of this streak that he's been on and the fact that he's got 15 apples over the course of the last seven games the assist by itself is minus 190. That's how much the odds makers believe that he is going to tally and assist. So you can do the goal by itself. That's plus 110. Wouldn't fault you on that alone. But given the streak that he's been on, I decided it was worth it to put those two together. So again, over at ESPN bet plus 233 for Connor McDavid to get a goal and an assist tonight at home for the Oilers against the Wild. Oh, it gets seduced by that plus 233 juice. Uh, mine not nearly as hefty in that category, but Army Navy, I salute you. Always a majestic matchup in the world of college football. And look, if Pats and Steelers can hit the over in the stinking first half, why can't Army Navy hit the over on this all total of 29? That's it. The standard line of 27 and a half in most books. I grabbed this at DraftKings at plus 
111. Uh, you know the formula about these key, uh, teams. Student body left, student body right, and we're up the gut runs uh, when the wishbone style offense uh, for both of these military schools. Uh, but you look at college football projections uh, that are out there. CFP Graphs has got this 21 to 15. And you might say, well, how is that remotely possible? You look at the EPA data. Army, number 114 in EPA per play offense this season. Navy, even worse than number 130. But it's all about the defensive downsides of each of these schools. Army, number 105, EPA per play defense. Navy, number 113. Last five matchups, they have gone for 37 points. 30 points, only 15, 38, and only 27. So you've hit the over in three of the last five on this alted line. All I need is uh, 30, and we get a winning ticket. So uh, I'm thinking it's going to be like 20 to 17-ish uh, there between Army and Navy in this classic uh, being played in Beantown. So like that action, plus 111 there at DraftKings. With those bets on the board, let's get after it with the NFL Week 14 edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, numero cinco here on the countdown. Let's try to make some cash with Keaton Mitchell of the Baltimore Ravens, whose role is ramping up right now because he's got so much electricity in the legs, so much juice with those feet. And I'm going to take the over as a result on 14 and a half yards for the longest run against the Rammies from Los Angeles. Uh, you look at uh, Mitchell, uh, that opportunity share, that snap share is moving upward here in five straight games right before the bye week, he had a season high 44.9% of the snaps played. So he's nibbling and snacking on the volume, taking it away from Gus the Bus Edwards. Uh, Mitchell, in limited action, has hit the over on this five times this season. He has done this, in fact, in four straight games. He's averaging a ridiculous 7.38 yards per touch and also a ridiculous 7.48 yards after contact per attempt among qualifying running backs. That is numero uno in in the NFL is also number one in missed tackle rate and an absurd 44.8%. Got a lot of shimmy, got a lot of shake, and a whole lot of booty scoots uh, in his game. You look at the Ramies, 4.21 yards per carry allowed two opposing running backs. So put it all together, Keaton Mitchell over 14 and a half yards longest run against the Rams, minus 115 at BetMGM. Lundy, fade or follow. You know, everybody talks about that. You know, you get the Rams front, you get everything you're doing on the line. But yeah. once you get back to that, once you get to that second level, uh, you can kind of open things up a little bit. So whether it is that you actually manage to go, uh, that you know, that you sneak through the A gap, the B gap, or you get out to the outside, once you yep. do that, you can gain some yards on these Rams, as we have seen multiple times over the course of the season. So I like this a lot. Uh, I, I gotta be honest, Brad, you're, uh, you're short selling yourself. I don't know if I'd put this one at number five. I think this might be a little higher. I like, I, I got a lot of confidence in his ability to get this thing up into the high teens. Yeah. Keaton Mitchell, man, a whole lot of speed and we know it kills. Number four.
Numero cuatro here on the Fade 5 Countdown, NFL Week 14. Uh, let's do a little booty scoot SGP on a pair of hopefully uh, ample running quarterbacks in the same game. Uh, Josh Allen, 23 or more rush yards. And Patrick Mahomes, uh, Mr. Booty Scoot himself, 18 plus rush yards. To put those two together in the alt line market there at ESPN Bet. Oh, cool. Plus 111. Why is this doable? You look at Josh Allen. Sure, he's not running nearly as much as we have seen in years past. He's averaging just 5.2 attempts per game, but he is netting 28.5 yards per game on the ground. He's hit the over on this prop five times this season at Kansas City. Very high pocket pressure rate, third highest in the NFL. They're giving up 16.9 rush yards per game, and five quarterbacks have gone over 23 or more yards against them uh, because of the dialed-up Pete and because Allen and Camby, uh, whether on design run, Runs or, or opportunistic runs, a guy that can really chew up real estate on the ground, I think he'll get at least 23. And the same applies to Patrick Mahomes at a lower threshold. All I need is 18 or more yards. Buffalo, similar to Kansas City, very high in terms of pocket pressure rate. Number five in the NFL, turning up that heat, 25.5% of opponent dropbacks are going up 19.3 rush yards per game. A half dozen QBs have gone for at least 18 on the ground. And he looked at the booty scoop. 4.8 rush attempts for a game. He's averaging 27.6 rush yards per game and has gone for 18 or more 10 freaking times. So put all together, Josh Allen, 23 or more rush yards. Patty Mahomes, 18 or more rush yards, plus 111 at ESPN. Bet Landy, going to run with me on this one. Fade or follow. Josh Allen makes me nervous, Brad, because of what you just commented about. The fact that he's not necessarily scooting down the field at the same rate that we were talking about if we're going back to the 2022 season or since he's been in the league, because that's normally been his M.O., right? It's why people wanted him in DFS or wanted him in season-long yep. fantasy was because you were chalking up rush yards and rush attempts in addition to what you could get out of the arm or what you could get between him and Diggs. But I think, I think... This is a low enough threshold, and I'm focused in on him because I think Mahomes is going to beat his number. Um, I, I, I have I have a lot of faith in Mahomes being able to do that. It's Josh Allen that makes me nervous just because if he's not 100%, if KC knocks him around a little bit in the first quarter, somebody gets to him, something like that, and all of a sudden he gets gun shy, this number could wind up being a tough one. I think he can do it because I think you've said it low enough, but this, this does make me nervous with Josh Allen. I If I could get a lower threshold, I might do that. I know that's what sucks because if I could get a lower threshold, I would do that. And then I'd even add a third leg (laughs) onto uh, the, the, the overall parlay to try to get it back into the plus odds. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, that might be a, a very sound approach uh, in trying to cash a winning ticket, but Josh Allen, just be selfish and call your own damn number. Number three. Numero Trace here on the feed of five countdown. I already know the answer from Monday. He is uh, definitely going to follow me, I think, on this one because you have to pick on the Denver Broncos in the tight end market. And that's exactly what I'm doing here. Give me Gerald Everett over 30.5 receiving yards against those mile high. Not so my little ponies. And right now, we can get even money at DraftKings. That's plus 100. Uh, probably not going to last for long on what I feel is a discounted juice. Uh, you look at Gerald Everett. He has done this in two of his last three games. Sure, he's only averaging 3.4 targets per game. Yeah, he's only number 36 in dot at the tight end position, but he is 
numero dos in average yards of separation per target among plus size options, and he's averaging uh, over 19 routes run per game. So he's been a busy guy, occasionally found there in the open field, whether working outside the numbers over the middle of the field between the hash marks uh, by Justin Herbert. And look at the Denver Broncos. Again, very friendly to opposing tight ends. They've given up 71.4 yards per game of the position. That is the second most yards in the National Football League. Ten tight ends have gone for at least 31 yards against them. If you want to jack this up and get it even more plus money to like uh, 33 and a half, 34 and a half in the alt market. Uh, I certainly support that. I think he could flirt with 40 yards and maybe honestly, that could be the ground floor for him in this game, given the shortcomings of the Denver Broncos defensively to opposing tight end. So all that together, Gerald Everett, give me the over 30.5 receiving yards against the Broncos plus 100 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Lundy, I know you're not going to fade, so please just say follow. Uh, follow. You had, me, <laughs> you had me at tight end versus Denver. Uh, seriously. And, yeah. and it, look, Brad, you and I have done almost 650 episodes of this podcast, and right. I feel like every freaking football season, we're talking about the Broncos and their inability to stop the tight end. I don't know if... I, I, I think their will was just broken by Mr. Taylor Swift. I mean, I think over the years, they've just gotten to the point where they're like, well, screw it. We got to face Kelsey every year. Uh, I guess we're hosed uh, because they treat every tight end like they're Travis Kelsey. It's 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 ridiculous. It's It's been a longstanding bitch fest here in Denver about the fact that they can't stop a tight end. Uh, so, yeah, take the over on Everett. And I love the fact that you can do this at plus odds. All ever could be an Everest in the box score. Tail him. It's the stinking Broncos. Number two. All right, numero dos here on the fade five countdown. Let's work uh, in a little SGP and get some more plus money on the board in the Windy City where I'm in the holding cell here at the United Center. Uh, right down the road on Lakeshore at Soldier Field. The Lions are coming to town. Looks like rain is now out of the forecast on Sunday, but it's going to be a chilly 37, a little bit breezy, kind of typical December uh, meteorological effects of impacting their soldier field. So on this SGP, and come with me, Lud, if you're buying what I'm selling, give me mandatory Montgomery anytime touchdown, a revenge game yet again. And Justin Fields over eight and a half rush attempts. You put those two legs together. Oh, man, look at that. Oh, I'll work the shoulders and get seduced by that juice again. Plus 180. At ESPN Bet, uh, look at Manitore Montgomery. Uh, he missed a handful of games uh, this season, but still he is number seven among all running backs in total red zone touches. 33 to be exact, eight coming specifically at the goal line. He is the primary goal line back for this team, though Jameer Gibbs gets occasional action there inside the red zone. He has 10 total touchdowns this year. In Detroit, the reason why they're top 12 in TD only red zone percentage is because they hand it off to Montgomery and he plows in for a six. And I think he's got to do that yet again, which he showed against the Chicago Bears in a very strange game back in week 11, of which Detroit had a play from behind in. Hopefully that's not going to apply in this game. But he went 12 for 72 and a touchdown in that one. Yes, the strength of the Bears is defending the run, number three in rush EPA defense. Uh, they have, though, given up 11 total touchdowns to running back position. So whether ground, via the air, I think he's got to get plenty of opportunities to cross the chalk in this one. And I say he does. And then Justin Fields on the over eight and a half. 
Lundy, I was on the drive up, and I heard this on the radio this morning. Over the last three games, Fields is averaging alone 11 designed runs per game. He went over 100 yards against the Lions in that matchup. Uh, I think he is going to be a busy man on the ground, whether with those designed scrambles or opportunistic scampers. It doesn't matter. All I need is nine rush attempts and a mandatory Montgomery touchdown, and we're cashing in at plus 180 on this SGP at ESPN Bet. Lundy, fade or follow. You've got Justin Fields as your quarterback, Brad. You'd, I mean, look, there the 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 powers that be in Chicago are stupid. Okay, uh, we've talked about that with the <laughs> with Bears for a long time. But you've got Justin Fields. You design runs for the man. That's yeah. what you do. Uh, so the rush attempts, and then look, I I gave up like three years ago arguing with you about David Montgomery. So whatever, I'll follow. Yeah, just tell me it's mandatory. Damn it, Lundy. Number one. I'm dreaming of a wide payday. As uh, in terms of Rashad White, uh, give me the over on 24 and a half receiving yards. And that's up uh, from the standard line at 22 and a half. Uh, but you get it right now in that alt market at ESPN bet at plus 100 against the Atlanta Falcons. My number one play on the board here, here in the NFL week, a numero catorce. Uh, you look at Rashad White. Uh, he went absolutely off the box for the first matchup between these two divisional foes. Uh, back in week seven, he had six grabs for 65 yards. Uh, he's a guy that's averaging 12.9 uh, team target share percentage with the highest among running backs in the league. He is number two in average routes run per game among running backs at 23.2, netting 3.8 receptions per game. He's hit the over on 24 and a half receiving yards in nine of 12 contests. Test again, including that matchup prior against the ATL back in week seven. You look at Atlanta, they're giving up 3.8 receptions per game, no running backs, 29.6 yards per game through the air to running backs as well. And a half dozen, including White, have gone over this number against them. So Baker Baker, uh, the moneymaker, uh, whether on a maybe design screen or uh, an impromptu dump off with the heat dialing up. He's going to find White, who is a converted college-wide receiver. He's got some tacky hands. Uh, he's got to be exercising those sticky fingers and get some additional yards after the catch. He is way up there in yak per reception. I think he's like number one or number two in the NFL in that category. So all the numerical evidence needed supports the over 24.5 receiving yards. In Atlanta for the Tampa Bay Buccaneer running back, plus 100 at ESPN Bet. Lundy, again, my number one play, fade or follow. Yeah, I'm going back through uh, the fade five here because uh, I'm agreeing with all of them, which means I'm trying to figure out how many of them we're going to get screwed. Oh, uh, we'll get one right, and it's probably going to be the one you've expected to be much higher on the list, and that being Keaton Mitchell. Yeah, it's probably right. I I just I, I really like that one, folks. I mean, that's my that that's my favorite of the five today is the one for Keaton yeah. Mitchell on the longest rush. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I do like this one though, and I like the fact that it's even money. So it's kind of hard to argue with. I got to be honest. There's not a lot of reasons to be able to argue against these. You have sound logic, Mr. Evans, uh, which means you're you're screwed. You're screwed. Oh well, yeah, royally well, screwed. It's look, I lost nearly twenty units. 
last week. We're already on pace for more losing units because of that disaster last night. Uh, and there was actual scoring. I didn't even want to watch the game. I watched every single second of it because they kept scoring points. I hit the live market to try to recuperate. Thankfully, that helped me out a little bit. But it was rough. It was rough. Oh, and college basketball, yeah. thankfully, was good to me. Uh, way to go again, Iowa State. And way to go to North Dakota State getting it done. All right, let's go to some other sports. It's bonus time. Or maybe going to stick in the NFL. Lundy, you have the floor, me amigo. What do you like on this Friday, maybe Saturday, or upcoming on Sunday? Feed me. Uh, well, first of all, uh, we remind everybody, and we do it at the end of the pod, but some of you tune out by the time we get there. Brad and I both have the spreadsheets up, and the reason I yep. bring that up is because I was, you know, here I was this morning. I was enjoying my, uh, I was enjoying my coffee. Hold on, let me get some more coffee. <laughs> ah. um, I was enjoying my coffee, and uh, actually had uh, one of the guys that works for me walked into my office this morning, and so I lost some of my prep time. So a lot of this will wind up on the uh, spreadsheet coming up in the next couple of hours, just because I didn't get a lot of time this morning. But let me give you a few. You talked about the fact that you wanted to do the alt total with the Army Navy. I don't hate that play, so I'm going to give you two different ways that you oh. could play this. It really just depends on how you're feeling overall about this game. These are both SGPs. First and foremost, at DraftKings, I went through and took Army plus three and a half and over 23 and a half plus 110. Ooh. I, I, that's, that's not bad to be able to get that into plus odds. Again, over 23 and a half in the game and yeah. Army plus three and a half. Now, here's what I will tell you. I actually believe Army wins this thing straight up. I think you talked about the defensive inefficiencies. We know that the service academies, when they play each other, it's like, what, 44 out of the last 53 times they've played each other, the service academies, they wind up hitting the under. The only reason we went to the over last year, folks, was because it went to overtime. Remember, there were 17 points scored in overtime between these two teams. That's the only reason they hit the over last year. Um, but I do believe that Army wins. So if you wanted to do this, I wouldn't hate you. Army straight up on the money line and over 28 and a half. That is plus 230 at mm. Ben. And I do believe that Army is the better of the two teams. And I do believe there is going to be scoring in this, much the way that we get an echo effect out of last night's uh, Thursday night game. I will also say this. Uh, I have had the unbelievable honor of attending this game before. Wow. It is the coolest. Folks, I have been to Super Bowls. I have been to NBA Finals Game 7s. I have done – it is still to this day one of, if not the coolest sporting events I have ever attended in person. The uh, tradition, the pageantry, all of it is worth it. Take the time and watch the game tomorrow. Uh, just trust me. Take the time and watch the game tomorrow. Uh, let me go to the ice, uh, shall we? We already talked about Connor McDavid. Let me go to another guy that's been red hot lately uh, for the Florida Panthers, and that is Evan Rodriguez, actually former Colorado Avalanche, uh, right here in Denver. And I'm going to play him for a point uh, at minus 105. So all I need is an assist or a goal out of this guy. He's done a point in three straight games, but he's getting multiple points. And I remember his time here in Denver with the abs. He had a tendency to do this in bunches. So I think his streak is going to continue. Uh, when you look at the matchup again, I told you there's only three games on the ice tonight, but Florida is at home against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is leaky defensively, I think, on their blue line. I think that Rodriguez can take advantage of it and the Panthers. So give me Erod to get a point again at minus 105. And that minus 105 is almost universal across all of the books. And then I'll have more NFL for this weekend. But you know what we do, Brad? When we find a well, 
we jump in it. And we go back. <laughs> um, look, this hit last week with ease because he did it in one freaking carry. I'm going right back to the guy that I talked about a lot last Friday, Jake Browning. Give me the over on his rushing yards. Standard line, 12 and a half. It is juiced to between minus 115 and minus 120, depending upon which book you go to. I am absolutely playing the over in that one. But if you remember last Friday's pod, I told you to take the alt line at over 19 and a half as well. You do that at BetMGM or, or excuse me, at Bet, uh, ESPN Bet right now. That is a cool plus 165. <laughs> Love it at 12 and a half, folks. But I also want to do exactly what I did last week, and I'm going to take him on an alt total at 19 and a half as well. Again, rehashing last week. His 40 time at the comp is better than Mahomes. It's better than all. He ran a 474. Yeah. At the, so he's quick. Last week, he did. He had one carry. He had two carries for 22. You know why? Because on one carry, he got 21 yards. So he can do this, and he can smash the total. Plus, if we want to talk about the Indianapolis Colts, you got to slightly throw out their season average. They give up 4.2 carries per game and 20, uh, roughly 21 yards to the quarterback position. The problem is that's skewed by the fact that Lamar Jackson went for 101 against them back in week three. So I try to throw out the season total, and instead I'm looking at the current trends. Baker Mayfield, three carries for 14. Mac Jones, three carries for 25. Bryce Young, five carries for 41. Trevor Lawrence, three carries for 15. You get the idea here. Jake Browning should be able to find success against this Indianapolis defense, and you combine his speed with the fact that Indy does give up the yards. I love it at 12 and a half. And I'm telling you, take that alt total at 19 and a half, sprinkle a half unit on that as well. And hopefully he finishes at right around 24 to 26. And we're cashing them both. I yield the floor to the gentleman from Illinois. All right, let's work the team Lava's parlay play of the day and one of the marquee matchups uh, of the weekend. It's uh, the Cowboys against the Eagles. Uh, so on this relay are all catches. Uh, and I built this at ESPN bed. Jake Ferguson, four more receptions. A.J. Brown, five or more receptions. And then Tony Pollard, three or more receptions. Oh, look at that juice. I'll work the shoulders yet again. Plus 208 there. Matt ESPN bet. A little bit of background on Ferguson. He went ham in the first matchup. 10 targets, 7 catches, 91 yards, and a touchdown back in Week 9 against this Eagles defense, which is uh, giving up 4.9 receptions per game. In fact, six guys, including Ferguson, have grabbed at least uh, five balls against him, and all we need is four. Um, you know, Keep in mind, Philadelphia, they're a miserable number 25 in pass EPA defense. And A.J. Brown, uh, I think it's going to do some serious work in the box score as well. A massive target share, 9.5 targets per game, 6.8 receptions per game. He's been over this prop, five or more grabs, and nine of his last and He had seven against the boys in week nine. Uh, he's up there in route win percentage. I know Dallas is a lot of the four fewest uh, receptions of wide receivers, but he'll see a lot of Stephon Gilmore, who he drew in coverage in the first matchup. He'll be a busy man. 
again. He'll grab at least five balls. And Tony Pollard, all I need is three receptions. Uh, a guy that uh, had exactly three against Philadelphia in the first matchup. Uh, and if you look, uh, Philadelphia giving up 5.1 receptions per game. The 12th most receptions are running backs. Pollard is averaging right at uh, this number, right about it, uh, just north of it at three and a half. He's uh, netting 17.4 routes per game. His catch rate is 84%, and he is at the over nine times, nine times uh, this year. So, again, the parlay play, Team Huevo style this week. Ferguson, four more receptions. A.J. Brown, five or more receptions. And Pollard, three or more receptions, plus 208 at ESPN Bet. All right, I'm going to rifle through a couple of the NFL plays here very quickly that I love. Uh, Alvin Kamara, give me the over 94 and a half total yards as combined rushing and receiving against those uh, Hello Kitties of Carolina. Uh, the Panthers is noted repeatedly here on the, on this podcast. Dead last in rush EPA defense in the NFL. They're giving up 133.8 total yards per game, 4.55 yards per carry the running back position. Remember, Kamara missed the first matchup. That was like a Tony Jones game. Uh, he did something in the box score between these two teams. Kamara's going to go off. The opportunity to share over 75%. He has been over this in five of his last seven. I think he gets at least a hundo in combined rushing and receiving yards in this rematch between the divisional foes. Uh, Michael Pittman, give me the over in the alt market, seven and a half catches. This has been a cash cow, folks. It's plus 122 if you grab it at ESPN Bet. Uh, he has uh, had a whole lot of tunnel vision uh, from Gardner Minshew, specifically 10.1 targets per game. Uh, he is up there, top six in route win rate, and he has gone for at least eight or more grabs in five consecutive games. Uh, Cincinnati, number 24, pass EPA defense. Uh, he's going to get a lot of DJ Turner in coverage, who's given up a 91.4 passer rating. Only one guy has done this against the Bengals this season, but Pittman, probably another like a dozen looks. I think he's going to haul in eight passes from the hand of Minshew. So I love the over on that again in the outline market at plus 122. Uh, do it for Dolly. Uh, maybe do it for the some of those ding-dongs and zingers out there. How about Madison, Alexander Madison of the Minnesota Vikings? I'm going to take the over 51.5 rush yards in Vegas against the Raiders, who are number 21 in rush EPAD. They're giving up 4.38 yards per carry, 105.6 rush yards per game. 11 running backs have gone for at least 52 yards in the ground. Madison's done that four times this year. Still getting a hefty opportunity share, over 66% on the season. Ignore the secondary analytics. It's all about maximize the matchup, running behind a top 10 offensive line, and probably some light fronts too because a certain dude's back, Justin Jefferson. I love Alexander Madison and the over there on the rush yards. And then finally, my last play in the NFL that I'll feature here, and I got more on the spreadsheet there on the accent, Noisy Wavos, Jerome Ford. Give me the over 14 and a half receiving yards. He's taking on the Jags. They've allowed the most receptions to the running back position. They were giving up 64.2 receiving yards per game just to running backs. 14 RBs have gone for 15 or more receiving yards against them. Ford's done this six times. He'll get at least probably three or four checkdowns off the hand of Joe Flacco and scoot up field to get 15 or more yards. So I love that prop. Uh, grab that one at BetMGM. And one last point I'll make. Uh, no line out yet in the marquee match of the weekend on the college basketball of hardwood in Canada. Uh, being played in Toronto between Purdue and Alabama. 
That is going to be a high-scoring affair. I'm probably going to work in the SGP market. I'll take Purdue on the money line, and I will take that total down, probably like 159.5, 160 160.5, something like that. That game should be in the 80s, and I don't see how Alabama has any answer for Zach Eady. And Purdue's guard play has been outstanding this season. They're clearly the better team. Alabama kind of working through some troubles right now, evidenced by the recent loss at home in convincing fashion uh, to the Clemson Tigers. All right, I'm out of breath. We are out of time here on the Fade 5 Podcast. Do us a favor uh, and drop us a rating and or review at your convenience. Uh, give us a thumbs up as well there on YouTube if you're consuming the show in animated picture and sound. Also, Fade or follow us on the X. Uh, check out Lundy and all his free picks at Nate Lundy. I do the same thing at Noisy Huevos for the always hockey-minded uh, Nathaniel Lundy. I'm Brad Evans. Until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Good luck.